you're listening to the Google Ads Podcast, brought to you by Solutions 8, the Google Ads agency. It doesn't matter what the client spends. Everyone, for some reason, falls into the same issue where ROAS looks good, must be fine. We're following this methodology that no one else does. So this works. It's been proven time, time, time again. But what we learned is that even with the most accurate match rates and your customer is uploaded and identified 19,000 or 20,000 times, when the actual conversion comes in, Google says, I don't know if that's new or used or new or returning customer. So just throw it in the end. You don't have to get down to like, well, this keyword didn't kind of produce a lot of results in the last two weeks, but had a slightly lower CPM the previous two weeks. None of that matters. It doesn't. The main thing, whether you're spending 20 grand a month, and Neil, you and I were talking about this yesterday, I think, when we're talking about high spend clients. This is a client that spends, what is 20 grand a month? A quarter million a year on Google. So that's a quarter million, that's $250,000 a year. That's 20 grand a month. That's not a small spend client. It's not a big, big, big spend client, but 22,000 is a lot bigger than the three or 4K spend clients. I've seen 5K per month accounts in better shape than this. It doesn't matter what the client spends. Everyone, for some reason, falls into the same issue where ROAS looks good, must be fine. And then no one's smart enough to pick it apart and saying, wait a minute, who are these people we're spending all this money on? So it's, don't be nervous when you hop into 20 grand account, you can still follow the same thing. Even in our accounts right now that we're looking at, it's like, take a macro step back. We need new customers. Are they coming from where we're marketing from? Realistically, if you were actually the person interested in this product, how would you find it? Would you Google the brand name the first time? No. That's what we have to do is, is take yourself out of the Google ads hole, find yourself in a realistic scenario from an individual's perspective. And then verify with data afterwards. And with some of we got hand raised. Yeah, I had a question. You said something interesting that they're on Walmart and then they buy the product and then they come on Google and convert and all of a sudden they're a new customer. We can't avoid that, can we? Well, you can by by going after the brand the least amount. Yeah, in that sense, yeah. But in terms of cult, what if it's just yeah, in terms of brand, then yeah, we can. Yeah. Now, when 80% of your spends on brand, you'll never, you know, you're, you're trying to get those people. And the worst part is that when we're talking about new customers to the company and new customers to Google, those are way two different things. What that really means is new customer to the company first detected by Google. It's not new customer by Google. That's it. Google should call it first detected customer. That's what it should, because that'd be the truth. You, you can so have how a would- new but. So how would you differentiate a customer generated by, let's just say YouTube and one that just came from Walmart in a brand campaign, you wouldn't be able to then, would you? Well, in YouTube, you can start to exclude website visitors if you want to and run a YouTube remarketing or a YouTube bar, let's say, or you can segment them out hard if you want to. Would you need to is a different story. But if you wanted to take all of your existing website audiences and all of your purchasers and add a negative 90% bid adjustment or excluded uh, mm-hmm. on all those people on YouTube and shopping, you'll push those out as much as possible. And then your brand campaign, you can leave it on a small spend to verify that people are still interested in your brand campaign. Or, sorry, in your brand. So when you're like, hey, have they been to my website? No. Have they mm-hmm. bought from us in the last year because I uploaded my customer list? No. 
you know, you can, have they seen any of my ads before? Or have they even been to my YouTube channel? No and no. You can exclude all those individual ones and make it as cold as possible. And then when you run a small, let's say 10% of your brand and say, yeah, this brand is at 2000X ROAS, let's keep pushing. How are your global numbers and how's MER? That's where you can, you don't necessarily need to do a conversion in Google Ads to prove that theory. You can have a small test pilot inside of Google, which is a small 10% brand campaign. Look at the direct, look at organic, look at overall MBR, and then look at site traffic and actual revenue comparing week over week, year over year. Katie, what's up? I was just going to say, at the end of the day, does it really just come down to like what you track of each user? Like when it comes down to like the name, phone number, whatever, does it matter where they came from? Just so the client can know, okay, like so-and-so came from Google for the first time because we didn't get their information from like, for example, a Walmart store or something like that. You can, yeah. Google's gonna basically just ignore anything. You give it anyway, even if it lies. Wait a minute, Anil, what was the company that we just spoke to last week that he was wondering why new customer acquisition wasn't on? Yeah, that's, yes, I think so. Like, okay. Just one sec. So watch this, everybody, because here's where things do not make sense anymore. Here's what we know to be true. Our instincts are 10 times more valuable than Google. I promise you. Here's what I mean. says, hey, I have an ads integration and I daily through API upload every single customer that ever comes in to my, my company ever. And I upload these things daily. And the segment list, and this is a created from this API connection, created and through the Google Ads app. I have a 100% match rate, okay, 100%. Everyone has seen, there's 20,000 people in here. And you can see I searched 19,000 are captured identified. And this is a list that is uploaded daily and keeps getting bigger. Why are we not using new customer acquisition or bid only for new customers? And then I say, that's a really great question. When you look at the new versus returning, did you know that in the last 30 days, I have 204 that Google says, ah, fuck it, I don't know. <laughs> So what do we know? We have a match rate of 100%. It's uploaded daily and every single one of my customer lists is in there. And we're like, aha, uh -huh, and Google still doesn't give a shit. <laughs> so would I bid only for new customers and kill 200 of my conversions? Nope. Would I bid higher for my potential new customers and bid higher 33% of the time, potentially 80% of the time, and simply just increase my CPC? And I still couldn't verify, was it a new customer or not? He goes, oh yeah, that makes sense. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so what we learned is that even with the most accurate match rates and your customer is uploaded and identified 19,000 or 20,000 times, when the actual conversion comes in, Google says, I don't know if that's new or used or new or returning customers. So just throw it in the unknowns. And, but by the way, I'm going to give you a bad opti score when you're not being hired from the customers. So to kind of go into deeper illustration, Caden, yes, like the... The way for us to do this is great by trying to push it out all the way or by at least not making an effort to capture the most likely scenario that's going to happen when a person wants to purchase a new, a new product. I've been using this so much that, for example, I even raised a red flag with our big company today. And I said, hey, by the way, we're over-concentrated. He goes, what do you mean? I said, well, yesterday you made a total of 921 first-time customers and we have a $90 cost per acquisition. So we spent 83,000, made 81,000, and we need to be under $100, nailed it, and 921 converted. It's almost 1,000 new customers yesterday. Awesome. 
by the way, the SEM channels, actually, no, I hear how this, the SEM channels, even not even the brand yesterday was responsible for half of those. The one shopping campaigns are responsible for about one fourth, one third, between one third and one fourth of all of their new customers. Now I have a horrible pack on this one. It's 158, I'm $58 over. I don't care. Globally, we're fine. And I know that the 90 is because those people are going to come into like the, what's it called? Non-paid, like unattributed first time. There's 50 customers there direct, which they can't tell. There's another 116 customers there. You're not going to see everything. That's why global MER, global TAC makes the most amount of sense. But we know that regardless of the results, when we look at everything, when you apply this type of methodology, when you apply what I'm teaching you here today about how to look and to identify where exactly are these new customers most likely going to come from and then measure the appropriate thing to measure, not just that individual campaign CAC and ROAS, you'll find that this publicly traded company, Solutions 8, is bringing more than half of their customers every day. And they're running, <laughs> they're running Bliss Point, they're running Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, we're not even running YouTube. They're running Tridio, Vay, Zeta, Linear, Streaming, Hulu. We're doing half of the nine different areas. We're running one of them out of the 10. So one out of 10, and we're more than half of all our conversions because we're following this methodology that no one else does. So this works. It's been proven time, time, time again. But all we have to do is when we evaluate something, take just a realistic approach to it. And you're, you'll find out, you're like, oh, you know what? It didn't really kind of make sense to do too much kind of automated remarketing targeting for new customers. It wasn't working. Clients still not happy. Metrics don't line up. Take that kind of full approach. But look at your conversion tracking. Feed the beast of what it needs. Make sure we're tracking everything we possibly can. Make sure it's healthy enough with the daily ad spend, not stretched too thin very consolidated and make sure that this is something that is targeted to, Hey, I know that if we target the right people with the good YouTube message at the right time, consistently, we should see scale. And I know Kate, you have your hand raised, but also this is the reason why we just got more ad spend. Like, Hey, MER still moving up, but we're spending more. Keep going. Here's go from 120. Let's give you $130,000 this month. We thought it was 180, but then that's why I was like, let's just wait till Ben verifies, but that's still going up and up and up. That's never happened before. The reason why they hired us is because they couldn't make this happen. And now it's working with these strategies that I'm sharing with you all today. All right, everyone, real quick, just for the, because I know this was kind of like a free day. It's like when the substitute teacher's in and doesn't want to, doesn't want to teach that day and they roll in the VHS TV because they didn't run it work. That was what today was. Thanks for listening to the Google Ads Podcast. For more ways to grow your business with Google Ads, you can subscribe to the Solutions 8 YouTube channel. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to work with the best Google Ads agency in the world, you can visit Solutions 8 at sol8.com. Custom here. If you're running Google Ads, even if your campaigns are successful, my years of experience have taught me that there are almost always enormous improvement opportunities. Now, what if the best Google Ads agency in the world was willing to review your Google Ads campaigns for free and provide you with a comprehensive action plan, no cost or obligation? Notice, I didn't say audit or evaluation. I said action plan, a bullet point by bullet point breakdown of exactly what needs to be done to improve your Google Ads campaigns. Yours to keep, no cost or obligation. Head over to solate.com to get a free Google Ads action plan customized for your business. No strings attached. That's S-O-L-8.com. S-O-L, the number 8.com.